Hey, it's Michelle here from Breed and Perfumery and welcome to the Yes She Can project. It's specifically for women by women. She stands for support, honesty and empowerment. We'll be tackling topics that affect us all in a place for support, honesty and advice. You are not alone, ladies. Come and join the conversation. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Yes She Can Project. I'm so happy to say that I'm joined by the gorgeous Olga. Hello Olga. Hello from me and my Christmas tree that's just next to me. I should have actually put the lights on but I don't know if my glare. Hello. <laughs> that, was, that was a wonderful rhyme. Hello from me, my Christmas tree that's next to me. Christmas tree, ABC. <laughs> It's something Andrea would rap about, isn't it? Oh yeah, she would. She would hardly rap about that. It's so and she nice would to hold baby artist. chlamydia. Baby chlamydia. Baby chlamydia. Her legs currently come off. I'm just letting you know, but I need to actually sew it back on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So because she's a doll. Oh no, I shouldn't. Have I ruined that for people that thought she was a real baby? Oh, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll be bitterly disappointed. <laughs> She's so lifelike. Yeah, especially and very orange as well. Oh yeah, the baby's orange as well. Because she's um that's one of her specialities, fake tan range for babies. You know, she's 100 percent organic. People do want a baby. Because nobody wants a baby what's pale. I mean, you know, it's embarrassing. <laughs> Not everyone is beautiful, but everyone can be orange. Oh yeah, man. That's right. <laughs> You're like a diehard, I feel like that. I am. You do make the best of it. That's the make the best of it. She's actually based on someone I grew up with, actually, but naming no names. <laughs> you see that I bet that's bound to be difficult, actually, Olga. So for anybody who yeah. doesn't know, um you ha- you are a wonderful comedian. Um oh. and bless you. And you actually have your own show. Um at the Edinburgh Fringe but also you're doing like a tour aren't you a tour of the country yes. with, with your show yeah. and yeah. if you could just tell us a little bit about what it's about and the inspiration yeah. behind it so Covid permitting <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> uh, yes it's it's all about growing up in my mum's hairdressing salon in the 1980s true mm-hmm. story and all the weird and wonderful characters that would come in and out of there. I mean, and the, the hairdressers wasn't just a hairdressers, you know, back in the day, it was like a restaurant, a doctor's. Oh. It was like um, a place for old people to pass the day. It was a nursery. I mean, it was completely nuts. We had everyone from all walks of life there. And all of the characters that I play currently are actually, you know, they, they, they were given birth to in that little hairdressing town oh. in Hornsey. And I was the Saturday girl from age 11 and would help my mum there. We'd have my brother and sister in the back because they were younger. Yeah. It was crazy. It was so crazy. My mum, I don't know how she did it. My dad was at work. And so she had us with her at work. Oh my God. And then on Saturdays, I would just go and be the Saturday girl and just absorb. <laughs> yeah. So that's what it's about. Comedy, so it's, it's, there's lots of pathos. So it's almost like it, more than a hairdresser's, it was like a hub of the community almost absolutely you don't have that with hairdressers these days no you know I think coffee shops tried to replace that you Mm -hmm. know like the new pub but back then well 
my mum's hairdressers was anyway, it was literally a one-stop shop. People would just sometimes come to the salon just to say hi to people and have a coffee and food. There was always like a little um, trolley, like we called it the meze bar. And there'd be like um, halloumi and bitter and olives. And um, I'm bring food from the night before. She had a kitchen in the back. She'd sometimes make fresh stuff in between. Oh it, was, it was nuts. <laughs> it was a cup of tea and biscuit, love. It was a cup of tea and a chunk of bread, love, with some, uh, with some Greek meat, some lunda. It was just nuts. But oh, wow. That's I love that over-the-top bonkersness. And I... I hope that when people watch stuff that I do, that they'll get that feeling of that warmth. Because, you know, yeah. we all want to feel that lovely warmth, don't we? We all want to yeah. feel we belong somewhere, don't we? Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's one of one of the main things for, for us as humans, isn't it? To, to feel yeah. to feel accepted, to feel yeah. wanted, to feel needed and part of something, isn't it? Absolutely. So absolutely. So you say that your um a lot of your characters were are they are they loosely based on people or are they completely yeah. based on people? Some are loosely, some are like hardcore character <laughs> profile CSI. Only such this. Yeah, like yeah, some of them are loose and some of them are like some of those characters. You'll have to watch the show. Yeah, they are they are real mad loud eccentric do you know what you know what I love about that I just love that we are all eccentric even yeah. if you think you're quite a straight person you are crazy you'd be arrested do you know what I mean we all have these weird things like I can't leave knives out at night in case an axe murderer breaks in uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. I just don't leave knives out maybe it was from watching Luther I'll leave a <laughs> teaspoon out I mean, if someone wanted to kill me, they could kill me with a teaspoon. <laughs> or they could make themselves a cup of tea before. <laughs> they make themselves a cup of tea and they could kill me with a teaspoon. But that's what I mean. We All of us are a little bit eccentric, a little bit odd. And that's what I love. Mm-hmm. And we we all belong because we all are a little bit eccentric. Yeah. And we just need to be kind and allow that in ourselves and in each other, you know? Yeah, it's about embracing it, isn't it? And I, yeah. I, I think that's why, that's why your comedy is so poignant because like say for example that I I found your account during lockdown and you really really brought joy to so many people (laughs) oh Um, so lovely thank you and I just I just wonder whether you know kind of what an effect you had on people over that time you kind of gave them (sighs) an escape and I think that's incredible that's really funny because for me I guess that was also a joy for me to be able to do that and I think for people that were online, it was such a blessing yeah. because we had somewhere to go as well. Mm-hmm. And that that's really lovely to hear. I think you don't always see that about yourself because yeah. we're not very good at taking praise, which is what we were saying about earlier, you know, yeah. before we started talking about imposter syndrome, talking about believing in ourselves. We're, we're not very good at going, thank you. And yeah, just it feels awkward, doesn't some, it? <laughs> letting some of the good stuff sink in. I don't. I don't know if we do it. I don't know if it's also a woman thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do men have this issue? Or I'm not saying that men don't struggle, but is it predominantly a female issue that we don't want to big ourselves up? Or we, yeah. we, you know, if we big ourselves up, then we feel like, oh, people are going to think I'm thinking I'm something, I'm something. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's weird, a hard line, it? isn't it? It really is. It's like you're a bitch. You can be a bitch. Or she mm-hmm. thinks she's something special, you know, but there's like a, but there's also a, a, a toxicity in being really falsely 
uh, having false humility and saying, oh, no, I'm not really anything. I'm not really anything. Yeah. You, know, you can also, you know, that can be really dangerous. So it's mm-hmm. it's being positive, like you say, with, 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 with what you're doing, everything, which is so amazing. It's about, yes, you can. It's about yeah. um, saying that you can you you can own this you're not bragging you're not you're not you're not being annoying you are you are making space and you're giving yourself permission to take space and to give other women position you know permission to take space we need to do this we have to do this Mm -hmm. you're you're so right and it's 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 like you were talking about how there's how there's a fine line between it because it's almost like you don't want to be accepting of praise because it makes you feel like people think that you're conceited when really yeah. you've got so many voices in your head saying that you're undeserving of the praise yeah. it's it's hard to battle against it's so hard it's so hard to to get it right but I think the only thing that you can do is just to step out and do it anyway yeah you know you know they say whatever it is fake it till you make it I just think you know supporting each other and supporting women to step out and go for the thing that they're thinking of dreaming of you know yeah. whatever little building blocks they're trying to set up because just go for it you know if you wait to feel to not feel afraid to do something you might never do it I don't think yeah. there's anyone that's ever felt completely you know Ready. And done something yeah I don't I don't think I don't think it exists I think it's a fallacy I think other people look and think those people must be really confident when they're not they're, they're cacking yeah. in their boots you know they're terrified too but they just do it. it's just that people think oh they're the confident ones which is also online you know yeah. people can but that's also to do with your personality and your bravado that you put out there mm-hmm. we're all terrified yeah. it doesn't matter how much we put out there we're terrified we're terrified but we do it <laughs> you yeah. know yeah and, and a lot of people would think the same as well like we were discussing before like you for yeah. example Olga you're you appear so confident you're like you have so many different characters that you play you're like confident in presenting your comedy to the world essentially but but you have your own struggles too don't you oh, it's like the person behind the characters isn't absolutely as absolutely I mean I I I was I was badly bullied at school but I was bullied oh throughout my childhood so my parents came to the UK then I was born but I didn't I didn't speak any English when I went to school okay and it was really hard I also had terrible anxieties and things growing up but also I you know I don't know that made me a target for being bullied I suppose and I went through horrific years at school um and I think I've always slightly felt on the back foot that I'm not in whatever cool club there is I'm just not in it you know or if something's happening well I, I, I'm not included you know because I'm just not ever good enough and I really struggle with it I've got better into my 40s yeah but um I'm very open about it online I talk about it I say I'm the most unconfident confident person <laughs> you could ever meet because you know like it is yeah because if I like if I can encourage someone to do it because I'm saying I'm scared and I'm doing this so if you feel scared you know you can do it too yeah you know um that's such an important yeah. message for people to hear yeah. as well especially yeah. when you know they're just as scared as you are but but look at we what are. you're achieving oh yeah and I just I also think you know like for me I'm quite open about the breakdown that I had um 
about eight, nine years ago. And when I got to that point where life just froze for me, when I had my mm-hmm. boys and they were small, I kind of went to a place that I thought I'd never come back from. Yeah. And when I did come back and when I did come through, nothing really scared me anymore because nothing was more terrifying than the inside of my head. Yeah. You know, and the darkness that I got used to living every day. So I just think, you know, there's nothing that you can throw at me really that is as bad as what I've already thrown at myself and what I've had to deal with. So, yeah, I guess that's where my balls come from. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and it's, that, it's the not being yeah. able to get any lower than you were. So yeah, you've you got nowhere else to go, essentially. I've got nowhere else you? to go. So yeah. just do it anyway, you know. And I'm very much about bringing others with me on the journey. Like, I'm not there yet, whatever this journey is. But if you want to come on board, I'd love you to come with me. I'm oh not really God. sure where we're going. <laughs> yeah, come. but it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be fun. We'll work it out when we get there. I'm not sure where we're going. But I'd love you to come along. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. I think <laughs> it's great because you make people feel well. Me specifically, especially from following you, oh, you you make sweet. me feel exactly that. Like I'm so happy oh. for you every time you've got like some more news or a new review or something like that, oh, or you put a new video good. out. It's just incredible. Oh, that's so encouraging. I really hope that I can encourage people because we just, I think we just need to laugh, don't we? We just need to yeah. feel good that's it you know that's that's it we just need to feel good and it's feeling good from a real place as well yeah. you know that so yeah it's, it's a privilege to be able to I don't want to sound like an insta twat <laughs> you say these days yeah of course you can it's a privilege <laughs> it's a privilege to be able to do what I do but it, it really is I've been doing all of this malarkey messing around in front of a screen with a wig about probably about seven eight years now and it's it really is a it's 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 been a privilege to be able to do it really wow. I love it so going back to what you were saying um Olga yeah. when you were at your lowest for anybody listening yeah. who feels exactly the same right now mm-hmm. what was it that helped you it was several things I don't think that there's just one thing that was like do this and you will be better you know it yeah. was a mixture of going to my doctor you know another one was realizing that I needed the help finally realized that I needed the help and that I wasn't okay the love of my husband uh my faith as well I've got a really strong faith in God and that as well sustained me so it was multiple things but it was also talking beginning to talk and counseling you know so it was a it was all of these things but it wasn't it wasn't like like that and then I was better it was layer the first step though was going to the doctor to talk and I had a really yeah. understanding who just knew that I wasn't well but because mm-hmm. it wasn't anything I could see I didn't have a a cut or I didn't have a rash you know it took me a long time to understand how ill I really was yeah you know but the doctor was great and could see that and that's that's the hardest thing when you struggle with mental health that there's nothing that you can see physically you know Mm. um yeah but just to be aware that if you are struggling 
you know sometimes we we get so good at carrying on that we don't realize yeah. how big our struggle is and mm. we feel like if we did go and get help we drown because yeah. that's really admitting how bad it is mm-hmm. but actually that is that is the road to freedom so saying to yourself oh my gosh I'm really ill that is that is incredible to get to that point and I remember yeah walking to the coming out of the doctor and thinking right this is the first day of my life yes. just feeling like okay this is a new day I really felt different you know and mm-hmm. from then I've I've walked that way it's not been easy yeah there's been little blips along the way but it's it's about yeah. recognizing um recognizing you know what now is the time kind of thing it's yeah about, yeah just taking that first step isn't it and then, then yeah. everything else will follow and it's about Absolutely. I think I don't know if you feel the same as a mom as well it, yeah it's very very difficult to to admit when you're having a hard time because you yeah. essentially are the head of the family you carry everything yeah. on your shoulders Absolutely. it's very hard Absolutely. to say I can't do it when you see all these women that that seem to yeah. have everything perfectly yeah and and this is the thing about um what you said as well like when I when mine were, were tiny and I think you've got kids around about the same age yeah. when mine were tiny there wasn't online world there wasn't so I couldn't really see as well so and I think yeah. I've said it before I feel like that was a blessing in a way because if I'd have seen how well everyone else was doing it would have it would have finished me off yeah. it was quite a blessing that I couldn't go online um, and see how well everyone else was doing but this is the other thing though other people also talk about how how unwell they are and how badly they're doing and I think that is that's good but I think there's a real space for a time when you don't need to be online and you can just experience things for yourself and get help outside because sometimes everyone's story is valid but you can feel like you're lost but you don't speak out how you're struggling because you because it's you get desensitized to other people's struggles online and then it you begin your own begins to diminish because you think oh but actually there's there's a real importance in, in getting help for yourself offline Online is brilliant. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking online. The online world is an incredible resource. So much help out there for women with PND, um, birth trauma. But there also comes a point where you just need to go and get help for yourself in the real in the real world in you know IRL. Absolutely, yeah. Because as much support as you can get online, they're yeah. not the people that need to be helping yeah. you kind of take that first step but as, as comforting Absolutely. as it can feel it can also be negative and a sense of yeah. you can maybe see things in somebody else that you think oh my god do I feel that way and then it can actually make yeah. you feel worse too absolutely but you know whether you feel depressed or not depressed you know there are times when I just can't cope with being online for myself mm-hmm. and I have to just step away or mute it for a bit because we weren't really made to be attached to a phone. If you think about it, it's just that this yeah. is how we all work. Now. We weren't, we weren't created. We weren't, we didn't come out of, you know, within an umbilical cord and a phone <laughs> coming out of our bum. Attached to a USB. <laughs> attached to a USB, you know, like we genuinely weren't, but yet, you know, I see my kids, you know, they'll, they'll work, they'll give them their dinner and they'll be like, sit with their phone. I'm like, put your phone away. They've got their phone out. Like, well, I put the phone away. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't need to have it like wherever they go you know and I do I get it but I, I'm not I'm not I'm not one of these no phones uh, I get yeah. it I use my phone a lot as well but mm-hmm. as long as we're all understanding here that is not normal <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. not normal 
And as long like, as we have life outside you know, the we, of the phone. Yeah, and the more we recognise that, the more healthy, healthier we can be when, when we use our phones. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Absolutely. Mm. Um, I've, I know, obviously, um, from following you, Olga, that family is the fundamentally most important thing in your yeah. entire life. I've, I've seen, I mean, I, I was watching through videos um, of a family wedding and seeing you emotional. Oh, Honestly, yeah. you could feel yeah. the love in the video. How difficult yeah. has it been, would you say, for you um, juggling your career and what you do and family life? I think, uh, I think in the beginning, my family didn't quite understand what it was that I did. And they were a little bit like, why are you online talking about this, talking about that? What you know, and a lot of the older generation didn't really like it or understand it. But as time's gone on, they're quite proud of me and the things that I do. And I explain to my mum what I do. So you make a video on the television. No, mum, it's online. Online aware. <laughs> so I can explain that to her. But as for juggling family life, as in shopping, cooking, boys, lifts, football runs, I. I, I've only just this last year gone uh, full-time with the comedy. Before that, I was a teacher. So I was wow. kind of making my bread. Yeah, I worked for many years as a teacher. I'm actually a performing arts lecturer. Right. And then I got made redundant at the college. And then for the last three years, up before this one, I was working as a supply teacher. So that was how I was making my money. But now I've started okay. doing adverts through social media it's given me the opportunity and the time to, you know, be at home and create more content and what have you. But yeah. anything that I've ever done has always been around the children. When I was supply teaching, I would then, you know, kids would go to bed and then I would work in the evenings or, yeah. you know, so it's always been around the children. You know, it's always wow. been, you know, but, but when they were small, I didn't do anything because I still had that breakdown. Blah, blah, yeah. I was just at home like a shell, you know, but it was, as they got older and I began to recover and that's when I started to reconnect with comedy wow. so yeah so has comedy always been a part of your life is it something you've always been interested in or good at or did it really come yeah. after your darkest time uh I think it's always been there before I had the children I made a pilot for channel four didn't quite did go you? anywhere yeah I've done loads of little bits and bobs little skirmishes and I used to um be on the comedy circuit mm -hmm. but then and then I worked for a theatre company so I've done lots of bits along the way but then yeah. when I got married and had the children everything kind of stopped mm -hmm. and then something sometimes motherhood is it's a great time but also but for me as well it was a trigger point yeah. for lots of other things that I needed to deal with in my life and for a lot of women they experience post-traumatic distress or does that is that how you say it? yeah stress disorder something mm -hmm. like that uh where childbirth can be a trigger for you know unresolved trauma or yeah. buried trauma and that was what it was for me and I had mm -hmm. and it was a it was the worst best time of my life yeah and that's why I'm now the most unconfident confident person no, I love that <laughs> that's brilliant that. <laughs> yeah. yeah um so how does it feel obviously I know that you do your um I could see a lot of your content on Instagram, but but now that we're back to kind of, well, hopefully, hopefully, uh, we're back to doing oh. live things. How how scary is that to be on a stage and be reliant on, on the audience laughing? I love it. I love it. Oh. I love it. 
I actually prefer, I do prefer it to being online if I'm really honest, because mm -hmm. that's my heart. I just love being on the stage. So oh. I've got some live events coming up next month in January, February. And I just, I'm like, please, COVID, don't. <laughs> Be kind to Olga, COVID, come on. Everyone, <laughs> everyone is like, you know, you can see it in the shops today. People are like panicking. Like, I'm like, I'm wearing a mask. Other people aren't wearing masks. I'm like, didn't Boris say we had to wear a mask? Because, you know, I don't know. I'm like, I'm getting so confused about the mask situation, but yeah. I'm just wearing it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you ever thought about Do you remember Catherine, the Catherine Tate show from years ago? Yeah. Can't you do oh, something like that? Like love, sketches? I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to. I kind of get in fringe in the hope that it might open a little door. It hasn't just yeah. yet. But I would love that to come about. I would love that to come about. Yeah, I, really I think would. that's what ne that we have that needs had, to be on your dream I mean, board that, for 2022. That is my dream board. I mean, I've always loved doing that, you know, and um, it's quite a retro thing. We don't really have that kind of sketch comedy, but they are saying that there is going to be a kind of resurgence and people are returning to the old fashioned yeah. type of sketch show. But I would, oh, I would, I would love, I would absolutely love, love that love yes. that well i think we we should ask the universe and we should make it happen definitely yes. <laughs> <laughs> um on on the flip side of things obviously we've talked about the fact that you can you can engage with your audience like online and things like that and it's it's easy nowadays um i know that that you've experienced a lot of negativity that way how have you yeah. managed to cope with that yeah. Well, I guess that was more so, I guess, I don't know, maybe that was more so kind of in the beginning for me, I did. I think it was because people just didn't know what, what to make of me because I did have a lot of bounce, you know, and mm -hmm. it was a bit, I don't know, maybe it was overwhelming. I had people saying, you know, who does she think she is? People writing about me, like, she needs to give it a rest, as if I anyone's going to take her seriously. It's an embarrassment, you know, and I, at the time, I wasn't as strong and I was like, oh my gosh, they've said, you know, I'm jumping around in wigs all day. Now I'm thinking, this is fantastic. <laughs> You've been around in wigs all day. Yeah. Yeah. Back, then, back, back then they were like, who does she think she is? Now I'm like, I know who I am. Yeah. I'm an idiot. It's great. <laughs> I've got you a know. show at the Edinburgh um, Fringe. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like I just don't care. Like, and um, yeah, I think. And then the hardest one was her family are embarrassed of her. But then I asked them all individually and they said, we're proud of you because you're different yeah. to other mummies. You're a different mummy. We love, you know, and I just thought, but yeah, I did. I, I'd had a lot of backlash as well from the separate community. People who thought I was trying to, who didn't understand the comedy, who thought I was making fun of Greeks. And I was like, actually, mm. I'm making fun of myself. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's just that I happen to be Greek. So, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, it has, it has, it has been, bad I don't get it so much now I mean I haven't looked on any of those online platforms and I don't want to I probably will yeah. find something in the murky depths from someone with a cushion as cushion diamond cushion as their kind of profile picture <laughs> yeah. writing about or something or, or, a dog. Cat, or a dog you know <laughs> well, let them let them because mm -hmm. you know if that's really how they get their I actually did um an interview for BBC Scotland recently we were talking about that and a lot of these people that are trolling are just normal people. Mm -hmm. Some of them are actually lovely people who 
do it as a way to unwind and just feel good at the end of the day. And it's quite worrying because oh my sometimes you, you, I know, like there's stories that come out, you know, some of them are nurses, some of them are doctors. They're just people, they're just everyday people. Okay, some of them are, you know, trolls and you would imagine a troll to be with one leg, you know, but yeah. they're not, they're just everyday yeah. people. And so what is it that makes someone flip between one and the other? Mm. And, um, you know, I'm not, there's a real movement now, but I'm part of the, um, the kindness, uh, social media kindness day project by a wonderful lady called Maya. Um, I can send that to you for the show notes actually. And yeah. it's all about promoting being actively kind online, not just talking oh, about, okay. yeah, be kind, but actively being militant about kindness. And the more we talk yeah. about it, the less space there is for hate to grow. But it's also yeah. understanding that people that are trolls are really, you know, there is an unhappiness there, a real unhappiness. Absolutely. And when you can understand that's why they do it because mm-hmm. they don't know you it, it does it does actually help but I know it, for some people it is horrific it's really horrific really yeah, horrific but but with you saying like obviously you and I have experienced similar things the PTSD the postnatal depression mm. the being bullied at school but I can't imagine though can you being horrible to somebody because I'm hurting inside I just don't as much as I get the psychology I just don't understand that I couldn't do that but but do you know what I have started to understand only because for a long time I had this real hatred towards people that did the bullying and a real kind of who do they think they are? They're going to get their comeuppance. And, yeah. and I was like, I'm not going to take that poison. I'm not going to take that bitterness. You know, what you're saying is toxic and wrong, but I'm not going to take that bitterness and let it choke me. I'm not taking your bitterness and letting let it choke me. I don't understand that people can be that way, but they are. But I'm not going to let that, you know, me, but I know what you're saying. I, I, I know. I genuinely think I've been through hurt, but I wouldn't then go and hurt someone else no with that but then if you think about it you and I we have battered our own self at times you know where we have put our own self down maybe for them they don't do that and that's how they feel better you know I'm not saying I feel sorry for these people I'm not saying I don't really know what I'm trying to say I'm just saying by having a little bit more understanding yeah it's help me to understand it as a wider issue as to why people do this yeah. you know and the more we can open the lid on it and the less what well, is a disgusting troll with an eye patch and a wooden leg that lives under a bridge and, and it's an elusive the more to understand that it could be your brother your sister your neighbor your name you know it and for a lot of these people they have got pseudonyms and they are people that are online that might be following you other big you know you know we we know in the past that sometimes it could be a bigger account and people have different pseudonyms and they bring others down they're doing it because they're unhappy they're doing it because it's fulfilling a a loneliness and a hole and that's quite it's quite sad for them you know it, i generally i think it's really sad for them yeah especially if, if they've got it's hard isn't it because you don't like you say you don't want to feel sorry for them but then it's like you look at them and you think to yourself right okay so what help do you need because that's not a normal thing to do to to be you know putting hate on somebody else we don't but we don't talk enough about that we we kind of polarize um trolls in the sense that we give them a stereotype by making them very "Ah, ah, ah, ah." yeah (laughs) actually you know they're everyday people that need help 
Yeah. And it's that general openness and understanding and getting the discussion going that will start to let the, the situation breathe. Yeah. Um, and hopefully go away over time. I think it will. The more yeah. we can talk like this. And I think I think the more that we teach, you know, our kids as well, because yeah. we want them oh growing goodness. up in a generation. Our kids. Yeah. Um, absolutely. You know, like for you and I being bullied at school, we came home, zip, that was it. We put put the telly on that was dumb but for a lot of kids now they come home you know um and there's no it, escaping it, it is there it, it continues it continues you know and I know that obviously being an ambassador for Kidscape some of the 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 number of children calling childline because of online abuse has risen dramatically oh in the gosh. last five years I guess more kids are having phones yeah and bullying hasn't gone away it's just moved onto the online platform yeah and I think that's what's making it even more toxic for for our children because there is no escaping when you and I came home like you say that was it shut the door we couldn't be reached or hurt but even even see I knew I wasn't popular at school I knew you know the cool girls or whatever they went out they did things now with snapchat you know 100 they're all sitting in mcdonald's whatever then they walk to claire's or wherever you know where they're going <laughs> yes. you know what they're doing you and you know hey i'm not in that picture you know whereas back then they probably all went to what was it back in the day wimpy and woolworths yeah. okay and they all went to wimpy and woolworths 100 100 trading oh god what she wants remember that one right <laughs> they probably all went there without me but I didn't know I just sat at home you know with my with my hairy legs and my long white socks oblivious you know but now I would know I would know and it would kill me so I do feel for our kids totally yeah I think what you're doing with with Kidscape um is amazing so congratulations to you oh no thank you I'll send you the links to um the social media kindness project and also to um Kidscape because that'll be great for people if they want to look them up after yeah yeah i'll pop it in the description as well um so olga if you could land your dream role what would it be what we just talked about having yeah. my own like the catherine show, but it'd be the olga thompson gaff or something <laughs> yeah yeah something like that would be really nice and just to create sketches and have guest appearances i don't quite know yet if it's based around the edinburgh fringe show or if it's something a bit more independent yeah uh that's why i'm kind of running the sketch show next year and see what will come of that keeping yeah. the online stuff going and then hopefully the two will meet in the middle tv is a much slower medium than mm-hmm. online so yeah. i'm hoping that slowly it will start to kind of catch up and that there'll be a happy storm <laughs> oh i'm so excited to see what happens next for you honestly oh, so i thank can't you. wait no i'm really feeling for all of us as well with covid and everything we just we just know we don't know but we know we all got through it together and we'll do, yes. we'll do again whatever we need to do next year people are panicking but you know what? whatever we need to do we can pull together and we can do it you know absolutely absolutely um so finally Olga it's been wonderful to talk to you where can people oh, find you likewise. and how can they book tickets I am the big fat Greek mother <laughs> online uh, you can come along and give me a follow and find me there. And also, I have an Edinburgh Fringe show coming. Uh, it's coming to London 
February the 14th, but I've got some other events that are coming out, which I'm still waiting for the deets for in December and January. And I will share those with you when I know, wow. which will be very soon. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Yay. Right, oh, everybody. You. You need to go. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. It's been wonderful. Sorry, but I I've think the sound is a bit delayed. I've loved talking to you, your beautiful face and your bow. I mean, that's just made my day. <laughs> my bow looks like a leopard threw up on my head. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Now I've got, I've got like bow envy. I'm like, I want to one of those bows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have to send you a bow. <laughs> very cute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right, Olga, I shall speak to you very soon. And everybody go ahead and follow her. She is incredible. Lovely to see you. You too. Ah, Take care. Love you loads.